baby! <laughs> yeah, right. But no, you're absolutely right. Here, this kind of feels uh, maybe lazy a little bit. Welcome to Set Jitter Park. <laughs> some movie screenings. Why not, you know? Yeah, at that point, why not? It's got to be Saturday somewhere. It does sound familiar. It's hilarious. Say hello to my little friend! Hello! I think we did like five shows on this movie. <laughs> my name is Tom Cohen. Oh, you uh, bite your tongue if this is not hold up. Cream corn tonight. Cream, cream corn, corn tonight. tonight. You are too kind. Too honest. That should be good corn time. It's a movie. Happy Saturday, Robert. Happy Saturday the 14th to you. Happy Saturday the 14th. How are you, sir? Doing pretty good. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you for tuning in, everybody. You're listening to the podcast we'll Set Jetter Saturdays with Robert Patterson, uh, author, blogger, and the star of the website, oh. set-jetter.com. <laughs> I just like saying the star because you posted Friday the 13th pictures yesterday on your Instagram, and you were in the pictures, and it was a nice, it was a nice post. <laughs> was it too self-serving that I was in every picture? <laughs> no, 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 not at all, because you, you rarely are. So it was like nice to see your face. So, well, thank you. So it was... <laughs> It's always a joyous day. I actually brought my hockey mask to a Zoom meeting. They knew me. It was a Friday thirteenth meeting. They and they asked that I facilitate, so I couldn't not. I couldn't not wear the mask. Of course, that is so cool. Was it? It was a like a meeting for work. Yeah, like education partners. It was a serious meeting, but uh, yeah. No, 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 <laughs> no. Yeah, I, but, I like that. I do that with my coworkers. They know I'm like, I have Star Wars stuff. Yeah. So like for May the fourth, like I brought out lightsaber. Like it's acceptable. So I'm like, this is kind of cool. But, you know, yeah. yeah. So these weren't coworkers, but it worked. They they knew me well enough. I think it'd be funny if they didn't know you well enough, and it was like a new client meeting, and you just showed up with that, and you intimidated them into doing what you wanted. Yeah. I guess I should have just wore it the whole time and was silent. <laughs> <laughs> I want to do that with Zoom. There's apps that do that where you can just create a loop of yourself, yeah, like listening and looking, and that way you can kind of like disappear. Yeah, um, I have to do that sometime. Yeah. But uh, before we get into the show tonight, we got a really good show. Uh, you're raising money this month. This is for the uh, M4K fundraiser. Yeah, so mustaches for kids. It's a kind of a na- there's national ones, but mustaches for kids. Omaha picks. Uh, they've been picking two charities every year, and Kids Can, one of the places, or I say the place that I work at, is one of the charities. So um, each mustache grower, we had to do a clean shave on May 5th, and so I clean shaved it off. And you can only grow out your mustache. So I kind of feel naked on my chin here and so each grower has their own page so rarely do i ask for direct donations but i would be more than happy to it's all for good cause and raising money for kids yeah and i'll post the uh the link if you're listening into the description of this show for people to click on it um and if you're watching it but also if you're just listening and you you want the link handy it's uh m4kfundraiser.org slash forward slash Patterson, P-A-T-T-E-R-S-O-N, Robert Six. And I found it just by going to m4kfundraiser.org, and you can actually search for the fundraiser. I searched Patterson, and it came right up. So it sounds like they raised a lot of money last year, you were saying. Yeah, last year I think it was over 800000 so we are excited. And it's uh, a month of, you know, they have check uh, weekly check-ins, and so we had trivia check-in last week, and I can't remember. I know, I think next week... I can't remember what it's called, but I have to find a Hawaiian shirt to wear. It's a, it's a Tom Selleck Magnum PI thing. Oh, that is so cool. Yeah. I bought a Hawaiian shirt today. I was at Target, oh. and I was like, you know what? I'm getting more of these. I'm at the age where I can like wear them <laughs> and like, all the time. I'm, I'm, I'm at the point now, my wife brought up to me, where 
I'm not really like wearing t-shirts as much to events or like polo shirts. Yeah. I'm kind of hiding the gut. So I'm wearing That's... like the traveling man button down Hawaiian and I, and I rock it. So I'm like, this is me now. I'm that guy. And Target has them. So I, that, I might have to make a stop by. Target has, I mean, I was blown away with the inflation prices and being in LA. I really never go clothes shopping, but I got a Jurassic Park shirt. A Mario shirt and this Hawaiian shirt, and it was like thirty-five bucks total. Oh, really, brand new. It was like amazing. I will have to make a stop by. Yeah, never have too many Jurassic Park shirts. <laughs> Apparently not. Yeah, so we we bought our tickets for Jurassic World Dominion. I think is what it's called. So mm-hmm. we'll go to the Thursday afternoon showing to get that out of the way. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna go see that opening day too. I I break I usually break my rules. I always have with Jurassic Park um, in LA. I usually don't go to movies opening day Uh, just because it's obnoxious in Los Angeles. It's just like, (laughs) it's just obnoxious. But I've seen all the Jurassic Parks opening day and it's, um, I have high hopes for this movie. I really do. Um, Only because of Sam Neill, Laura Dern and Jeff Goldblum are coming back. Yeah. Hopefully they don't shortchange them too much, but we will see. If they give, enough nostalgia that I want from the 93 movie, like in references and things like that, that's going to make up for a weak plot to me. Just to see them together one last yeah. time is all I really want to get out of this movie. Do you think they'll still the be plot probably is going to be Oh, terrible. I'm sure it will be. You know, I'm not expecting anything good with that, but just <laughs> to see them, I hope, I don't know, what do you think? I'm, I'm hopefully they just, they're picking up their argument if babies smell or not. And, uh, <laughs> Kids smell, babies smell. smell. <laughs> I don't want that kid, but a young version yeah. of Dr. Grant would I, be interesting. I feel like, like bickering old people. It could be like on Golden Pond, but it's on Golden Jurassic Park. <laughs> Someone's at the door. <laughs> I, I keep getting notifications. On my, someone's at the door. Did I, did I say jerk? The, uh, I keep getting a notification on the computer of record-setting temperatures, and I'm like, ah, oh, there's something wrong with this. But no, it's just really <laughs> it's hot just, yeah. in L.A. this time of year. Um, I had the heat on two nights ago. It was like in the 40s, just to Ooh. give you an example of the weather. In L.A.? Really? Yeah. Yeah, it was like 45 the other night. I'm sure people were freaking out. I was. Yeah. I was like, it's freezing. And I'm like, oh, don't be such a pussy. It's fine. <laughs> um, it's actually 40-something, yeah. yeah. Actually 40-something. But uh, happy Saturday the 14th, Robert. Likewise. Um, we're going to get into some cool stuff tonight. What you've been watching, um, I have nothing new to add to my list except for the <laughs> usuals. We Own the City and Better Call Saul. I'm watching them. They both come out with new episodes each Monday, so it's like oh, I've okay. never looked more forward to a Monday ever. Because I, I love these shows. I need to restart We Own the City. I started watching the, the first episode and I kind of got lost or something like that so i need to i need to reboot that for myself yeah i i just think it just it's snowballing to this great miniseries um better call saul i rewatched the stand i haven't done that in a few months this quarter so <laughs> the quarter you, i did it because of you you posted the stand oh it was uh, the anniversary yeah it was the what 29th anniversary whatever from 22 minus 94 is yeah <laughs> so 18 i guess 28 something <laughs> can't believe it's that long. We'll let the kids do the math. Yeah, but it was great. And I love your pages. And I revisited the pages. And you have three of them um, on the stand. (laughs) Yeah, people are upset that I didn't follow the four chapters. But uh, it would have been like a big 
big part one, a big part two, and okay part three, and like one location for part four because I didn't really do Vegas locations or I haven't been to 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 that. So right, Golden Nugget and the Union yeah, Tower. Yeah. Yep. I did see the comments, and um, people really love those pages. And one was, why don't you do this, 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 and this? And you commented, <laughs> it's on the next page. And it was. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, well, you, know what, you know what? I don't know, man. I'm not a set jetter, so maybe I'm, I'm probably out of the loop with this. But you did all this great work on the stand, and people seem to really appreciate it. But there were some comments. It's like, why didn't you do this? And it's like, the guy can't do every scene in a seven-hour movie. Like, some of those locations are set. Some are not published, and some are in on location in Maine. Like, yeah. uh, you did so so much good work on that. I felt like it's like just enjoy it for what it is. It's great. It's never good enough. It's never you're like where's the phone booth? You know, I'm like, oh. <laughs> like, <you're> like <laughs> <laughs> something comes like where's Franny's house? I love the scenery, and I was like, yeah, it's pretty, but that's not the point. It's not like a home yeah. and garden magazine. <laughs> you know, what I, I, usually, mean? I usually put out either one. This is all I had time to visit or all I could find, or I said a list of all the locations are usually on a map. You know, I create a map, you know, for the stand. So just because yeah. they're not, I don't have a photo of it doesn't mean you can't find it somewhere. But Right. Uh, um, and I have a question about the stand, if I, if I may pull up your page on the stand. All right. Is that okay? Yes. We've done this yes, before, so I'm not going to go through every picture. I know that, like, it's <laughs> a lot. Um, but there was, um, and some of the comments, too, like the... Uh, the the pictures is like where's Franny um and all that and then my point was I like it inspired me to rewatch the movie and then when they showed the Ogunquit Maine exterior when they first reveal it like the cliffs and stuff yeah. was that the same frame like same location as the 2020 Maine one uh, I don't know actually now that you think about it they now I think they I think they actually stuck in Canada I don't know if they actually went to Maine. If I remember right, but you think they did? I think they went. I think they stayed in. I think everything was actually in Vancouver, Canada. Okay, because it looked like yeah. it made maybe it was like a homage to it or something it like could that. Be, yeah, but it was pretty. It was pretty cool. Um, why I pull this up? It was um, the Boulder Community Hospital. You said you you didn't go to that location. Which, yeah, that was a little far out of the way. Which I admire uh, that you yeah. put like I haven't been here, people. Um, you know, so and it, like here's what it looks like Google on Google. Screen. Yeah, so. But this church right here is this? Oh yeah. Because um, this is really cool. It was this a f this is a functioning church. It is, and they happen to be there and let let us in. So, uh, took some pictures. Like you never quite know. I sometimes I just take my chances. You know, like I said, hey, we want to take some pictures of the stand. I'm like, yeah, sure. You know, so yeah. Because um, it looks relatively unchanged, as churches do. They usually never like upgrade interiors of churches. They're usually like the same forever, which I yep. think is really cool. Um, and then the Boulder Community Center was that this one? Mm -hmm. It's just Asylum Forty Nine. Was this like an abandoned <laughs> club or something? I think so. I think it might have been for Halloween or something like a haunted house. Oh, or something. I think now that it's been a while since I've looked up those pictures, but yeah. Okay. I was really curious about this because yeah, it was kind of like <laughs> interesting. And I'm going to give you credit, and I mean, for all of this, but the one thing I never put together was um, you said you found Tom's house, Tom Cullen. Yeah. And um, the, the exterior has all like the Virgin Mary and the decorations. Mm -hmm. I never put that together. That was Tom's house. I just thought, oh, they're like a religious people. They're decorating the outside. <laughs> but Tom decorated the streets in Arkansas. So 
he like took it upon himself to decorate this house with like all yeah. this stuff. Which suits Tom once you figure that out. Yeah, I don't think I ever say they never put in front of say Tom's house, but I think yeah. something happens there and I kinda interpolated that that was probably No, it was, was I was think Tom. it was That's Tom's. Where they house, hypnotized yeah. him, yeah. Yeah. And it makes sense that that he decorated with all the stuff. It's like kind of adorable. Um and the Pacific Union uh or Union Pacific station here. Yep. Is That's... like beautiful. It is, and obviously that's unchanged. Um, it's kind of a, a near, not not quite downtown Salt Lake City, but kind of in that hub. Um, but yeah, so it is open to the public, um, and I think they, I assume they probably still have events there. So you may also recognize it. That was the interior for the uh, reception in uh, Dumb and Dumber <laughs> when they come in with their suits. No way. Yeah. So it's a functioning building, or it's like a yeah. museum. It's a functioning building. Yep. It's like a train station. Yep, or was a train station. I don't think there's anything nearby now. So. Oh, that is so cool. I mean, it just looks beautiful, and I love that it's unchanged. And I was really surprised with how unchanged a lot of the, the houses are here in Utah. Yep. Like, I mean, the stairs in the one scene um, where she plants the bomb, or they're like these like wavy kind of stairs. Oh, yeah. Um, so, And that house, they it took me a while to figure that one out because they built it out for the explosion. So... The house you see in yeah. the movie is out, jutted out about six feet, um, so they could blow they could up, do that, blow it up, and actually blow up the real house. Yeah, these these stairs right here. Like yep. the, is that how you found this house? I think so. I used all my clues that it was like on a corner. It had a wavy sidewalk, and yeah, et cetera, et cetera. So. You did a good job. But yeah, anyway, just cheers to you on this page again, the stand. Um, so, what have you been watching? What's new with? What's in your world? Uh, a couple things. So uh, I rewatched Election. I don't. I think it was on or something like that. And then I went down this rabbit hole that it's an Omaha movie, and there's I still can't find some locations, which is ridiculous. That yeah, I can't believe that. <laughs> in my own city, I'm like, I feel like there's one particular. I'm just like, there's enough clues. I'm like, why can't I find this? And so it just annoys me. But yeah, I should like, I should just it? ask Alexander Payne. So. Since he, he's in Omaha, I could just ask the director. But uh, <laughs> yeah, call him up. And be like, hey, yeah. I need these. He was just at a meeting with a a friend this morning, so I should have just said, hey, ask him where this ask him where this was shot. <laughs> he would he would probably remember. So yeah, yeah. Well, I'm so, sure you'll find uh, it. But yeah, so I was just kind of uh, I was rewatching that. I didn't. I've never. Um, I kind of I thought about something. I'm like, well, let me pull out the Blu-ray, and I realized I never even opened the Blu-ray, and so I opened that up. Because um, I thought maybe I'd get a better uh, resolution to kind of help find this missing play shot. And uh, I realized there were some great extras where they actually had some uh, Omaha actors on location revisiting some of the locations uh, from the film. So oh, that's pretty cool. It's nice. To, it was nice to see, which is why you should always open your Blu-ray. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, but yeah, so and then I've been watching, continuing to watch The Offer, which is the making of The Godfather. Yeah, yeah. You said it's the actors are pretty weak. Weak as an overdone. Yeah. <laughs> so. So, what do you mean accents? I haven't seen it yet. They're uh, like... There's just the, some of the Italian accents, and some of them are talking through their nose, and uh, just kind of like, oh. kind of forties really? type whatever. And, and John, uh, they sound like John Lovitz. Somewhat, kind of. Yeah. It just seems like Saturday Night Live caricatures, you know. Um, and then. Um, but yeah, and so there's a couple of pieces that are, are like, oh, okay, that's kind of fun to see. But I just, I've now I'm in it, you know. I just like I need to finish this out to see. But it's it also kind of feel like, oh, I don't quite believe everything that they're telling me. <laughs> so 
and 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 I get I think I might have said this last time. I get annoyed like there's no way we're going to get Al Pacino for this movie and this is a big deal that goes on for a couple episodes and like well, mystery solved. I think we know Al Pacino is going to make it, you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're making that to a huge plot point. I'm like, well, it doesn't really Yeah, I think I think we know what happens. Matter. This boat will never sink. I'm like, all right, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um the so offer. also been watching The Staircase. Um, so this is the fictionalized version with Tony Collette. Um, and so I've actually been enjoying it quite a bit. So it's probably a little bit too elongated, but uh, Parker Posey has a supporting role. And she's always fantabulous. And yeah. there's yeah, also a, I think, is it Netflix has a documentary also out on the stair, also called The Staircase. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to continue to watch the fictionalized version and then switch over. I think I saw I the Netflix one. Yeah. Yeah, sense. yeah. It didn't. It wasn't this um, came out like five years ago? The no. no. I think this is all new. The staircase. It's about the guy that threw his wife down the stairs. Yes, supposedly. Yeah, I did allegedly. watch the um, the Netflix one. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, so 2018 I, it came out. Oh, did it? Okay, so I can't even remember. No, he's guilty as hell. The, that guy. The outcome. Of of how exactly it all so, but I said I'll watch the fictionalized version and then I'll go back and see see how they did. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like but, that's so, like a big thing now, like Candy on Hulu about that chick. Yeah, you know, you never hear about these people either. At least I haven't. They weren't like mainstream news. They had like blips in the news and they were big in the area at the time. But now they're like Hulu and Netflix are scooping up these stories. Yeah. So I feel like I should commit a crime to get some publicity. It works. I don't know. We all we all <laughs> watch them, you know, because it's like we can't get enough crime and murder. So um started watching Star Trek Brave New World. Is that what it's called? Yeah. The new series. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah, how is it? Uh, like I'm not I can't it's never like I can't wait for the next episode. You're like, oh my gosh. <laughs> it's it feels choresome. It's not it, spellbinding. It is not. And so yeah. I was like, uh I'll 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 give it a couple more episode tries. And then um I did sit through Firestarter, the twenty twenty two version. Yeah, uh, how is it? I thought Firestarter 2 Rekindled was awful. Yeah, This one is only better because it's shorter. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, it is. I, I can't believe it. It feels like a sci-fi TV movie. Oh. It's kind of shot that way. It's kind oh. of pulls its punches. And uh, oh. it's, I think it's under 90 minutes. It feels like, yeah, they they scooped a lot out. You know, I was like, uh, like what? Yeah, a lot of plot points have been either just completely gone or smushed, or they're they're really? all, it feels like they're on the run for one day. You know, like what? what? Like, did they? So, did they? Does it feel like a Stranger Things kind of influenced it a little bit? No, but maybe because it's a just a one girl. Um, yeah, Zach Avron is okay as the dad, and I can't remember. Is it, uh, is it Julie Lemon? I can't remember. Plays the mother, so the mother yeah. has a. A more substantial role than it was at Heather Locklear. It was kind of in the flashbacks in the original. Um, right. Th- there's other parts that are just. Uh, so, Ray- Rainbird is actually played by a Native American as opposed to George C. Scott. So, that's. That's good. That's something positive. Uh, yeah. They did a gender switch. So, I can't remember Martin Sheen's role, but they switched it to this uh, lady who has zero screen presence and zero, zero threat. You know, I'm like, all right. Really? Like, yeah. It's just like. You have to watch it just to kind of see, you know, like, well, this, I just kind of, it ends. I'm like, that was it. Like the credits are rolling. I'm like, well, sad. It ended and you're like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Not good. Not, 
not I mean, I felt like it was a movie Firestarter that could have used a fresh take in a reboot, but yeah. if it was done right, you know? It uh, yikes. It should have maybe either dragged it out and put everything kind of missing in and I mean you have a whole novel you can choose yeah. pieces from and that they kept oh, sure. the flying they kept the flying hair. <laughs> <laughs> And Firestarter is one of King's like more interesting works from that time period. So yeah. I thought, you know, it's a good book. It's a good read. And that's disappointing. Where did you it, watch it? Uh, Peacock. It's on Peacock for Peacock. free. So I can't oh, imagine. I'll, I'll, I think it's in the theaters as well, but we'll see if. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Who's seeing if, that? Nobody. And it just, it was shot. It looks like a TV movie. It really does. Really? Yeah. It's like sad. Maybe I'll give uh-huh. it a watch if it's on Peacock, uh-huh. but I don't yeah. think I'm going to. Now, see if you, it took me about three sittings to get through. So, really, yeah, yikes! And it just came out. <laughs> oh no! Uh, and and did you watch a Friday the Thirteenth? Yeah, I watched Friday the Thirteenth Part Three. Nice. Um, I watched the first one the night before, um, after midnight. So technically Friday the Thirteenth. But yeah, right. I watched Part Three. Um, it was late when I got back, and I kind of could like sit down. So I was like, I'm just going to stick with my favorite one. Um, but I do love to nitpick movies, especially police uniforms. And I'll tell you, Friday the 13th Part 3 did a great job. They were all consistent sheriff uniforms. Good. What was not consistent, though, was the chick in the shower, Robert. Debbie? Yeah. Yeah. What was, so she's what, wearing what's your issue? Yeah. pearls, which, uh, whether they're real or not, you can wear them in the shower. <laughs> they're, uh, they're from the ocean, so they're not waterproof. But the fact that she kept them on in the shower and she... War pearls to a farmhouse for the weekend? I don't know. Doesn't sit well. It's Jersey. What? <laughs> what is she doing? <laughs> oh. But I do love Friday the Thirteenth Part Three, and I love the Cheech Marin kind of looking guy, Cheech and Chong kind of guy. Yeah, uh, that, Chuck and Chili. <laughs> <laughs> and when he gets electrocuted, and the chicks in the kitchen, and the lights are flickering, she's kind of like, "What's, What's going, going on?" on? Yeah. The- <laughs> Oh man! But that is—that's always a fun ride. And I thought of you, and uh, when you were there, and you did the same pose of him at the end with the, um, oh, the, the axe in the head. In the, yeah, yeah. But that's a great end cap to that movie where uh, they show the police driving off, and they they pan back to him, mm-hmm. and then they show like the lake, quote unquote lake, Ding. and yeah. uh, it's um, the music. It, it fits. I don't know. I think it's. I think it's. It's one of the better ones. So some location news. They have re kind of dug out the lake area, and really? they have rebuilt the dock. So things wow. are happening on set. Did they rebuild the dock uh, in the same place that it previously was? Same place it was. I think they used it maybe a couple pieces of the original wood, but otherwise it's all new because a lot of it was either rotten or stolen. But, yeah. But yeah, so they are no word uh, kind of timeline for the house, but they're they're, they're doing they're doing something bit by bit that's cool because that's yeah. a great location just for any b horror movie you want to rent a house i mean that's like every low budget movie out there it's like we're going away for the weekend you know to this house i just watched one like that kevin bacon and was in it and his wife uh and daughter they went to some house in like norway or something like that that was like a house from hell that beckoned him <laughs> and but the whole, it's low budget you know they probably yeah. spent most of their budget on kevin bacon and they got Probably five days to shoot that. It was a short movie. It was like an hour and ten. And uh, one location. I mean, that's like the brilliant way to do yeah. B-horror movies. Find 
one big name and find an easy location. Easy way to do it. Well, like Shyamalan does, you know? For the most part. Speaking of, I have to share, I'll show you offline that I have a, I found some scanned childhood letters and drawings. And so I had one I sent to oh, really? my grandparents uh, uh, when we visited the Philadelphia Zoo. <laughs> oh, no way. So, yeah. And so I was thinking, and so that's, I remember when, uh, what was it, Split? Uh, takes place at the zoo. Yeah, yes, uh, but, but I remember. I remember almost. You probably most Philadelphians know. There was. A, I'm like, oh, that's the zoo. You know, like, yeah. You, you see that wall and stuff because like you're it's supposed to be kind of a mystery. Where is he and stuff like that. Yeah. And I think I was like, I think I know that wall. You know that she drives up to and so forth. But yeah. oh yeah, yeah, that's yeah. so cool. I want to see those. Yeah, so I'll have to send it to you. And I also found, uh, I, it's uh, these letters I think wrote, wrote to my grandparents. And so one is a letter I, I wrote in October 1978, and on the reverse, I had a jack-o'-lantern. So I oh, it was wow. appropriate for Halloween. Yeah. That I was precursoring my my love for Halloween. That is so cool. It's an, It was a sign early on that yeah. foreshadow. And I was eight years old. Yeah, so. Really? Yeah. You were eight years old in 1978? I was. Wow. And Michael Myers was eight years old. He was... I don't know. He and he, uh, and he was was he eight in nineteen sixty three or something. I can't remember how old he was. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I guess what I'm saying. I think yeah. so. I I was around that age. Yeah, he's supposed to be twenty one or twenty three in nineteen seventy eight. So and you also had a child therapist named Doctor Loomis, did you not? <laughs> how did you know that? <laughs> how did you know, Doctor Loomis? Um, your friend Brian posted uh, a Friday the Thirteenth um, Instagram post as well because right. he does. As I'm explaining to the listeners, he also real to real locations is is robert's friend he's another set jetter and he did some friday the 13th locations uh from like the first few movies at least mm-hmm. i remember seeing um the monopoly thing which i always love <clears throat> but i looked at his hashtags and his hashtags were like camp no be scopey or whatever it was yep. hashtag um pamela Voorhees, and i was like i i just want to i know he listens to the show i want to give him credit for doing a lot of deep dives in these hashtags it was like really into it i was like i don't know anyone that's probably searching these hashtags but yeah. if they are they're, they're going to be in for like a good surprise so good, good to do him. i'm lucky if i can get three out i was like Ugh, that's all i can type it's tough <laughs> like, that's it <laughs> that's it that's it uh, um before we move on to best tv themes which i'm really excited mm-hmm. about um let me ask you friday the 13th cover only original theatrical posters of the film what is the best one in your opinion? It's a good question. Um, tough, right? It is a little tough. So, and I have one. Is it Jason Takes Manhattan? No. Uh, <laughs> I, okay, like I, I have, to, I'd have to, no, I have to kind of go through and like one is okay. That was kind of iconic of the silhouette. The silhouette with the the bodies. Two was kind of a cheapy version where they just more or less kept the silhouette, but the person was holding the axe. Right. Uh, three kind of has the shower with a kind of a 3D knife. And mm-hmm. you can kind of tell he's wearing a hockey mask, but he also has hair. So, you know. Right. Um, four, the teaser poster was pretty simple. And I think I like that one the most because it's like three times before you felt the terror, blah, 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 blah. And this is the one you've been waiting for. And so, yeah. That's that what's got, that got me into the theater. Yep. Um, yeah. Five, um, I think I see you by po- my part five poster. Uh, I love Jason, it. If Jason still haunts you, you're not alone. So that was yeah. in my 15 year old bedroom. 
Yeah, because um, five that was people always forget that was the original poster. They associate it with like the DVD cover art of the oh, mask yeah. with the red. But the original one is different, and I yeah. think that's that's like one of the better ones, to be honest. Yeah. It's simple and makes it seem a little classy. <laughs> yeah, um, six is probably the best looking. Um, uh, it's the Jason Live, so we have the hockey mask with the. Uh, Pillars of Light shooting through it, and Jason lives on the tombstone. So you yeah. got the title, whatever. So that's probably the most artistic. Right. Um, so that, so far, that's Thurner. Seven has half Tina, half Jason. Huh, no. Yeah. No. Yeah, some, yeah not huge Someone's that. waiting. Or like, she was, like, wasn't waiting for him. You know, she was just happened to be there at the same time. Right. Um, with, uh, part eight is New the York. Snake. Uh, no, uh, eight is Jason takes Manhattan. Oh, I'm sorry. Part so, eight is the yeah. city skyline. Yeah, so the, the that's a redone. They they got sued or they had to take down the I Love New York posters because I right. love New York. Right, is, right, right. Forgot about that. Yeah, right. New yep. York's like fuck this. They they are sticklers about that. Even um, Madonna yeah. in um, Confessions tour, she has an I Love New York guitar strap, and yeah. on the DVDs, it's all kind of blacked out. Yeah. Um, they literally want you to, with those landmarks. They want you to pay for every time you you use that. So that's how it is with the Hollywood sign. It's owned by the Hollywood Chamber of Commerce. I don't know how they got the rights to that. Yeah. But to use that um, logo, you have to like pay them a fee. Yeah. It's like really from the twenties. Somebody has. To. Um. What else do we got? Part Jason goes nine, to hell. Jason Hell's. Yeah, that's the silver chrome mask or a chrome mask with a snake fire. Yeah. No. Uh, Jason X. Right. Uh, no, I barely remember that. Um, and then the f- remake was no. So I, yeah. I'm going to go with Jason Lives. Me too. Yeah, I would have said that. It's just iconic with the light shoot and throw in the grave. Yeah. Any of the big, any, any like, I think four would be my number two. Um, I'm not huge on the first three. The first one's cool for what it was, the silhouette. Three is, is a product of its time with the, yeah. you know, but I think like, six and five or six and four i think yeah. are pretty pretty sweet and i get why people like collecting those like yourself okay. you know they're like cool to have up i still have all my originals and they probably just full of pinholes since do you really oh yeah i was the teenager with i have probably hundreds of posters yeah in uh my storage that i don't know what to do with <laughs> you got to put some up like you can i get have a couple up you know for it i got halloween i got Scream sitting on the counter because I don't know what to do with it. That might go in the bathroom since it's it's gray. But, oh yeah, yeah. See, I was always uh, I had like maybe a few movie posters. I had Scarface. I think mm. I had The Godfather, but I had like tens and tens of music posters. You know, like Beatles, Oasis, and what I do is when a band came out, like back in the days when like you bought CDs, they would always have the promotional stuff at the music stores. I would like ask the guy like, "Hey, when you're done with with this, can I like have it? Can I buy it?" And they would. Nine times out of ten, just give it to you because they were throwing them yeah. out. So I would always get these like like U2s come out with a new album. They do with like the the promotion stuff. So I have tons of those. But like after I moved, you know, I don't really just have a few posters. But yeah, I wish I had the space someday. You know, when where you can just like decorate walls with them because yeah, like it's art to me. It's a cool way to decorate your house. I don't know what to do with them all. And then I have I start collecting foreign posters, especially for Halloween and stuff. Um, so because oh, yeah. they're usually re- unique and. And actually, some scream for and like one of my favorite my favorite scream two is uh, Jada Pinkett on the phone, um, kind of yeah. in the same yep. style, which I really like. But uh, but I'm like, what am I gonna <laughs> right do? And now I don't want to see her face. But 
Uh, no, not at all. It's a, it's a sore, sore but, thing to look at. Yeah, but they're all sitting in storage. I'm like, I should do something with them. But yeah, yeah, those are cool. You could do a whole YouTube video like unveiling them. <laughs> Wonder what this is. <laughs> and as you like the Friday the Thirteenth in the back, Jason kind of moves his head in the poster towards you. And you're Just like, oh, a little what? bit. So. I do have the 3D Jason poster. Where he's putting the axe. You have 3D glasses and stuff like that. Uh, it's pretty cool. The posters in 3D. Yep. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. That's that's a collector's item, I would think. It was, um, and it was also the album cover at the time. The original, I think I had like four songs on it, like two each side for the, the part three soundtrack. So, Oh, yeah. That, that oh, that's, was, uh, they actually that, released an album for it? It was like a half album. You know, like, there wasn't too many songs on it. I an remember, EP? It was, but uh, but yeah, but, but so it's the full uh, album and stuff like that. And I remember it was the oh. 3D and I'd always be looking at it. Oh, wow. You should. I mean, I, I'm saying you should because it's so easy to say that when you have hundreds sitting there. But <laughs> that that would be cool to like see <clears throat> what you have in there. You know what I mean? It would be a treasure trove of some trash and some treasure. I bet you could put them on eBay and people would pay money for it. They might. I don't know if there's any. There, I'm sure there's some gems in there, and there's some I would still hold on to. Like I loved my Tank Girl posters and oh, cool California with a K posters. You and, have one of those? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. See, you have cool stuff that are were rare that back then to have that are cool now because they're retro. For example, your Lost Boys <laughs> sweatshirt. Yes. Robert has this great sweatshirt, and there's a picture on your Instagram somewhere, I'm sure, of you with Harold Ramis, and you're wearing it. And you made a good point the other day. You're like, I bought this, or I got this. They gave it to me. Like, what was it? The Crew or something? No, it was some. I got it somehow in 1987. It was like right after Lost Boys came out, and. Yeah. There was this graphics company, and sometimes you could buy it. Sometimes they just sent me free stuff, and um, yeah. And so that was like my, obviously for years my favorite sweatshirt. It was kind of a one of kind. I don't even know. Yeah, I think it was probably a promotional or something like that. But but it looks cooler like today. Yeah. Like if they didn't make that kind of stuff, like you know, Think Geek and those kind of things back then, mm -hmm. where I don't know. Like fun. So that was like an original, but it looks like something they would make today. It does, and it's I'm, really still cool. I'm still wearing it. <laughs> yeah, you rock it. Um, speaking of what you're wearing, can I see the shirt that you're wearing? Oh, yes. For the viewers, this is a gem. The Podcastle shirt. There it is. There it is. It's a castle, and it has earbuds in it, as they do. Nice. That's a great shirt, man. And it's a little slimming here on camera, so I'll have to wear this more often. You look svelte. In oh, it. you're too kind. You look svelte. It's the stash. <laughs> it's... <laughs> That's funny. But, okay, so um, so we both agree. Friday the 13th, part six, fun poster. Yes. Okay. So we're going to get into best TV themes. And I'm very curious. Uh, I didn't actually read all of yours. I wanted to kind of be okay. surprised on the show uh, of what you have. Um, because TV themes are interesting. It could be a terrible show, but they could have a great song where you're like, oh, oh yeah. this is, you know? So it's interesting to see like how well they hold up versus whatever. So I want to, I want to start with you. Okay. Um, if, if we may. And this first one is really, it's not my favorite, but I think when I think of an iconic TV song, the greatest American hero is just, uh, it just stuck out and I'm not, I didn't do any research. I'm like, I'm sure it hit the radio and was, uh, I say best selling. that's more for books, but, uh, when it, when it came out, but it's, the song is probably more popular than the show, you know? I think so. Yeah, especially over time. People, mm -hmm. I mean, the, the video, that the link that I'm showing is almost 35,000 views 
Yeah. Um, which for an old TV show, people are looking for it. Yeah. And it kind of brings you back. Or it's all these bring me back, you know, to that time. Uh, Takes and, you back. Yeah. And at that time, you had to sit through a minute plus of <laughs> opening credits and a minute plus of ending credits. Um, that was, Oh, yeah. Of yeah. course. So shows are probably like 17 minutes total or. Uh, yeah. With the commercials and the 40 credits. minutes like total. 17. Yeah. 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 But, uh, but yeah. So that, that's what to me is pretty iconic that when you think of TV themes. Yeah. Greatest American Hero. I'm on board with that. Yeah. Um, I have Band of Brothers. Okay. Um, it's a great theme in the sense that uh, it feels like a 1940s kind of epic, um, you know, musical accompaniment to the show. And it's Michael Kamen that that did it. So you know, he's he's a great composer, conductor, whatever. Um, and it's yeah, it, they turned it into a song, Requiem for a Soldier, which. Um, I think Catherine Jenkins did it. A bunch of, you know, famous artists covered it. It's, it's operatic, um, but yeah, it's beautiful. If you haven't heard Band of Brothers, the main theme, it's it's a beautiful cinematic score. All right, I will have to I have to give that a re-listen. So it's not coming to me. So give it a listen. I will. And we both have happy days. We do. Uh, <laughs> same Sunday, thing. Like Monday. I was saying, not my favorite, but it was. Put you in the mood, and you're like, "Oh yeah, got you ready for a a decent sitcom, I guess." Yeah, yeah, I can go get on board with yeah. decent sitcom, but put you in the mood. You want to go watch Grease after that, or you know, it, it makes it brings you back to the '50s and the whole um, the opening montage, the, the the opening credits of them in like the jukebox and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like it, it worked for the feel of the show. I thought somebody needs to do that again. The spinning, you know, like. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they spit it up. Why not? Yeah. We got more Mindy and Joni Loves Chachi out of that. <laughs> and jumping and jumping the shark. And jumping and jumping the shark. And more. Absolutely. Mork and Mindy. Was, yeah, Mork and Mindy, right. Yeah. So it kinda had its kind of spin offs. So Yeah. Um one of I uh, a few years ago I met Marion Ross, uh, who was fantastic and still looks great. Yeah. Uh, but and she'll always be Mrs. Cunningham. Of course. Yeah, yeah she's sweet. And don't forget, Happy Days was filmed in front of a live television <laughs> audience. Live studio audience. Every time. And people still go to that house, you know? I mean, it's been yeah, oh, sure. decades and people still like to visit. So Pat Morita was in the show, pre-Karate yes. Kid. Yeah. You know? So it had it had its moments. Laverne and Shirley. I mean, I was just thinking yeah, all the... Laverne icons. and Shirley. Totally yeah. forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was culturally very relative. It was it had a big impact. Absolutely. So... So your number three is also on my list. Okay, yeah, I have the facts of life. The facts <laughs> of life, when the world come. Um, facts of life to me, out of all of the sitcoms in the 80s, Perfect Strangers and later on Family Matters, Full House, who all had those cheesy, fun openings, the facts of life is the one that kind of started that with like the, the song written for the show that... Mm-hmm. You just made you want to sing along and get into it. So I think that's like yeah. the best. Facts of Life to me is the best sitcom theme ever. Nice. And yeah. Lisa Welch will sing in it on the. Right. We're not, not a reboot, but kind of the. the we wouldn't re- have Molly Ringwald if it weren't for the Facts of Life. That is true. You know, <laughs> good show. Although it's funny when you watch season one. There's like 30 girls in the room, and then the, the producers and the writers were like, this is too many characters. <laughs> and the next season, there's three. Yeah. 
you know some, some girls are gone and there's then there's new girls and they got rid of was they, not a principal but they kind of had you know but yeah they, yeah season two is when they got their groove and and they're like oh, oh this yeah. is what it's supposed to be out and is that when joe showed up i can't remember mm-hmm. i think or so she's season one i can't remember uh i don't season one i don't remember too well but i think i think it, i think season two is when they like solidified her yeah it works too yeah and lisa welch looks exactly the same so yeah she does if vampire. you look at it like, <laughs> <laughs> vampire um so yeah facts of life is good uh i don't know if i know your next one what is this sir? i will say my next one is my favorite really favorite song favorite opening credits and it takes place in philadelphia what how could angie. you not know angie yes i let me tell you i own this on dvd and i had actually had angie the lead character sign it do you really i do yeah so so it is this this thing gets stuck in my head uh and so you're pulling up now so you can see all the great philadelphia locations are you listening oh, yeah. to it too or or you yeah. you have to you have to listen to it on a um uh when you're love done. it sees love it flies and it has the best oh, horrible opening sick dropping turkeys uh, whipped cream <laughs> out of control oh my um, gosh it's just like uh juggling you know this is like this season not all seasons you know, are a little bit different so um it has all the tropes of the best opening sitcom and then you know she eats the apple then he's like huh you know like this is the, one of the worst things that could have happened <laughs> um deborah uh you know <laughs> annoying birds my favorite is deborah lee scott and she's getting a scoop of ice cream what do you think happens <laughs> oh man <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I'm just gonna deal with it. Yes. Oh my so, gosh. And Doris Roberts, of course. So and of course. So you can, if you're, you have to. Oh, look, I love the show already. I've never seen yeah. it. If you look too closely, because the ironing board goes down, you can see a stick off screen, or you know, pushing it back up. So. You're joking. No, no. So anyway, yeah. You oh, you're right. There it is to the right. Yeah, there's the stick, and whoop. oh my gosh, <laughs> that's incredible. So, anyway, my favorite theme song, Angie. Wow, that's a that's a gem. It makes me want to go to Philadelphia and go to those locations. Yeah, that is so cool. All right, I'm gonna have to find Angie. I doubt it's streaming anywhere. Uh, I don't know. But those old shows are tough. They're a crapshoot. They're yeah. either on some foreign weird channel or or they're not. Yeah. So, Angie, I love the ice cream. <laughs> that's my favorite trope in sitcoms, where you know, like Found Matters does that. They get hit with the yeah. basketball. They're like, <laughs> what? Ugh. I spoofed that twice, and I had to did take it? them down from the internet because they were like inappropriate. Oh. But we did Family Matters, like in real life, and we had friends of ours like pretending to like shoot a heroin, and they look at the camera, and they're like, "Oh, like he caught me!" Oh, and man. I was like in yeah. a diaper, being chased around the yard. <laughs> like it was really weird, and it was hilarious. But like those things are so funny because they, uh, you know, it's like, "Oh, this happened to me. Yeah. How am I going to get out of this pickle?" It's just, That's a great it never song, never right? happens in real life, but it's yeah. a seventies show. Yeah, so it has that that seventies feel yeah. to the song. That's a good one. Okay, my next one is uh, Family Matters. That's probably the best one in the nineties. I think <laughs> it has uh, Chicago working cop Carl Winslow, Reginald Vell uh, Johnson. Yeah, you know, your, your it was favorite. Probably, yeah, probably a stretch for him to do that role, <laughs> playing the police officer. It is tough. <laughs> but uh, did, did, 
did Bruce ever cameo? He should have just. <laughs> yeah, I know. Or, that or got a call, amazing. you know, or something like that. <clears throat> right. Where he's like, Steve. Like, uh, sound like I'm ordering a pizza. You know, like. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. I. Uh, I. Yeah. Found Matters is always a fun one to me. Gotcha. It's, a, it's a good sing along kind of song. Good. And that's but that's the point. It that's got, the gets point. You excited and sticks in your head. Reminiscent. Yeah. Yeah. Nostalgic. Okay, and you have what is your next one, sir? Alias. So Alias. You which, love the show. I love the show. I even have a tattoo of it. So amazing. Um, that that's how much I loved Alias. So and the song would just get me excited. Like uh, this was the time where I I wasn't watching it live the first couple seasons. I was renting them from Netflix, you know. So you'd have to wait for the disc to come back. And I'm like, it was like it was a page turner. I was like, I need to know what happens next, and so. Yeah, um, yeah. Get you, get I, you hooked. And I think season one. This is kind of a post credits thing, but you know, each letter had a one letter was blocked out. You know, A L yeah. I you know, or something like that. So I think the first season, each location, or whatever that if you all those letters did spell something, but I can't remember what they were. I like when they do that. Like they J- change J- their J. J. titles Abrams, over time. You know, he was starting to mess yeah. with little stuff. So. One thing I'll credit Walking Dead with is they they've done that since the first season. They've aged their logo a little bit each season. Nice. So like the current season, it's like there's like roots growing out of it, and it's like mold, like moss on it. Like they kind of that was kind of cool from gotcha. from for, from twelve years ago. Yeah, around. good to know. Yeah. Was the show aged that as well? Yeah, <laughs> as the logo did, but the, the actual scripts have been. Yeah, but that's cool about TV show themes is they could be a terrible song, but because you like the show, it's like a good song to you. Yeah. Not that Alias is a bad song, but a song like the Sopranos theme song, if you just heard it, it's nothing yeah. I'd write okay. home about. Yeah. But you're like, oh yeah, this is like where he's driving through the tunnel and like it gets you excited for it. Absolutely. My next yeah. one is um, Cause you're moving on up to the east side. That of course is The Simpsons. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, Jefferson's theme song. Uh, uh, that, that was a runner up for me too. It's a good one. Yeah, yeah, you know, can't cook fish in the kitchen, can't eat steak on the grill. Uh, Jefferson's was a good show, but the um, the theme song's fun, you know? It's yeah. got soul to it, so it made my list. It is a good one. Um, I remember I saw the Jefferson's set when I was visiting the Universal Studios when I was oh, cool. 15, I think. So yeah, I was excited for that. And I just met Marla Gibbs. Was that last month? Yeah. Yeah. S- still going strong. Still going strong. That's cool. All right. Uh, what's your next one, sir? Uh, Three's Company. Come on, knock on his door. <laughs> Robert's growing a mustache for you. And it is also one of those, a little bit like Angie, depending on the season, there's always shenanigans yeah. going on, you know, like, you know, something would happen. Or like, what's happening? Yeah. So, Mr. And it's, it's always stupid stuff. Remember, it was like watering flowers and they're actually... Uh, watering um, Chrissy, and she's like, <laughs> yeah, "Yeah, right. Like, what, what are you doing? Come, yeah, this doesn't even make sense." Now, are you team Chrissy and the Roperts, or cr- team Chrissy the small period when Mister Furley was on the show? Uh, I love the Ropers. Mrs. Roper was the best. So. She always wanted to get it on. Yeah. yeah, you know, she was like the inappropriate Mrs. Robinson of the day, <laughs> where it's just like Harold. I forget his name, Mister Roper's name, but it's just like. That's all she wanted Stanley? to do. She was like, Is it Stanley? Stanley. Stanley. Yeah. Stanley. You never pay attention. It was like the Peg Bundy of the yeah. time. Because um, that show had a long run. I remember at the end, there was like all new 
Susan Susan Summers didn't want to go on anymore because well, she didn't get paid or something. Yeah, there was some contract, and she was actually, I don't know, she was kind of canned for it and it was made made to suffer, you know. Made to suffer. Um, and then yeah, they had a couple of people. I I did like Priscilla, uh, Barnes, uh, was in a season or two. She played Nurse Terry. She, yeah, yeah, um, she's good. Yeah, so she was kind of. I mean, they need to be a little bit different. They can all just be Chrissy. When they tried to do another Chrissy, it just didn't work. No, I like um, when they did the the Terry. They yeah. just introduced somebody new. I think that's her name. Yeah, and um, um, Richard Klein's character is like the inspiration for Quagmire. You know, like he oh, was like the that. original Quagmire. <laughs> you know, I, yeah. it's, I think he was. Uh, but he um, his character was great. Larry, his character was great. Yeah, you know, and uh, was it Lana? Sex spot, you know, then yeah. I'll go down to the Regal Beagle. The Regal Beagle. <laughs> yeah, just how they got out of those jams. Uh, that's such yeah. a great show. Oh, Chrissy. Now what are we going to do? <laughs> <laughs> Chrissy. It's got John Ritter. Like, I mean, it's just, it's a perfect show. It's fun. Um, I have Gilligan's Island, uh, the, yes. the theme song. Iconic. Uh, maybe even a little cliche, but um, it is catchy and... I don't know of a more iconic theme song probably than Gilligan's Island that like the world knows, you know? Yeah. And I remember they changed it because remember they would say, you know, so and so and so and so and they'd be and the rest and we're like, What? Yeah, right. And the rest and like <laughs> and what I about think, me? I think they eventually in other seasons they put in all the characters where they figure you know, the professor and Mary and you know, like they got right. everybody in there because they were probably like, Jesus Christ, there's only seven of us or what you know, like <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And, and with most theme songs, they're a lot longer than the show, but they always cut it for time. Yeah. So a lot of these songs are like two minutes with like extra lyrics. So the other one on Gilligan's Island is like, they kind of explore more and they like stretch it out. They're like, and they went out and landed on an island. What will they do? And you're like, ah, they just need to like record the three minute song to yeah, edit it. That's all we need. So that's all we need. While yeah. we're speaking of, of TV, so Friends isn't making any of our, our list for songs, which it's it's a fun decent yeah, song. Yeah, so, Rembrandt. Um, but I know Courtney Cox has said, she goes that she never watches it on TV because they uh, they smush it. They they speed it up a little bit um, to make it so they can have more commercials when they syndicate it. Really? And she goes, I sound like a chipmunk. And I remember last time I was traveling, I was slipping through, and she does. She's like, you know, like, it's like, she, right, for some reason, she's the only one. I don't know if it's because her voice is already kind of higher than everybody else, but when she speaks, you can tell everything's sped up. Uh, a little bit it's just wait the the whole show is sped up like mm -hmm. a second or something yeah at, like speed yeah really yeah so it is and it's why more do they do that i don't i think they do it but more just to fit it in you know that that seems like uh i guess this is only in syndication though right yeah yeah i would hope so i don't think they do it on wow that's wherever else it's streaming. i'm surprised that kind of thing got like approved like yeah we're gonna change the way they sound yeah, so <laughs> you know what I mean. For some reason, it's mostly her that sounds, and and she sounds like a chipmunk. Yeah, yeah. And I was really? like, oh, yeah. I don't remember. I mean, you would notice when you're watching the original run if she was like overly chirpy. Like, yeah. But, you know. Oh wow, good to know. Anyway, next time you're traveling. Yeah, I'll fire it up. Yep. You can always find it. Yeah, somewhere. But, yeah, it's everywhere. Yeah, I'm sure somebody has YouTube of like original. Here's the you know syndicate. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's but, sped up. So anyway, a little, little bit of something there. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, my next one. This is my friend Nick will love this. So Golden Girls. Oh, of course. The Golden Girls theme. So you got to do it. 
I can't think of the theme song in my head. I know it. <laughs> what is the theme song? Thank you for being a friend. Oh, right. Yeah. So. Yeah. Thank you for being a friend. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. It's a. Yeah. And if you threw a party and cut the mustache off your face. <laughs> um, it's a classic song. Yeah. It's a great absolutely, song. Absolutely. And they're all, they're all gone now. All gone now. Sadly. So sad. Did you watch uh, Golden Palace? Um, I actually did not lie. I think I watched maybe an episode two to live. Um, but years ago, my friend James had all of the Golden Palace episodes on a flash drive. So I remember oh, cool. I kind of, I kind of watched some, um, yeah. or we kind of listened to some when we were driving. I can't remember some, something strange. Uh, I was like, and you could kind of like, Oh, the jokes don't quite. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little dated work, but overly pastel then, you know, right. Yeah. 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 It is overly passed yeah. out. A lot of people forgot that was even a thing. Right, yeah. It was like the, the sequel. It's like after Aftermash. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. We're going to keep it going. But it's but Golden Girls, uh, it's a yeah, classic. Absolutely. So. Uh, I put Cheers for mine. Uh, the yes. piano has a Billy Joel kind of feel to it. Um, you know, making your way in the world today. You're going to shave your face. Every, every song's going to be about <laughs> your mustache, about mustache fundraiser. So. I'm raising money. This is a yeah, telethon. Thank you. Keep donating. Look, it's, it's a telethon for stash. And we have a, another donor on the tote board. It's Grandma <laughs> with fifty dollars. Thank you, Grandma. Uh, um, but, Cheers is one of those shows I enjoy the theme song more than the show. I don't really visit the show all that much. I think I watched the whole thing like once, but uh, you know what I mean, like the whole, like every episode. Um, but I, the theme song is is iconic. It's yeah. fun and it's great credits. I mean, it, it is. Uh, they didn't do these the shenanigans. Uh, they you know, it was the old yeah. timey photos, and they kind of right, matched right. the characters. Because I remember when uh, Kirstie Alley came on, it was kind of a different lady. It was, looked more like her, and yeah, and yeah, 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 right with the hat and everything. Like yeah. it worked. Yeah. Um, so that's good. I, I love your next one. Oh yes. The I mean, Mary, uh, go ahead. No, no, I'll let you say it. <laughs> the Mary Tyler Moore Show. I wish I had this one on mine. I wish I replaced Cheers with this one, actually. <laughs> but this, that's such a great song. It is. It's just like the kind of drum beat opening and who yeah. can turn their world, the world on with their smile. Right. And it's just... And that, that's a, that show was a, a, a show. It's a pioneering show. Oh, yeah. You know? And you look at that cast and every member is just stellar. Perfect. Was and that was a spinoff of the Dick Van Dyke Show, right? Uh well, no. was she just in? The she Dick was just Van in Dyke both. Show? She was okay. just in both. So, um, and I think was Ed Asner the last to go in that cast? I think he might have been. Yeah, it has to be. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I think it was just of the main cast. Yeah, and I look back, I'm like, he's kind of like Wilfred Brimley. Like I thought he was old then, you know. Like <laughs> me too. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, I thought he was. Yeah. Yeah, love love Mary Tyler Moore, and then that show and that theme song, and there's I know there's a statue uh, with her tossing her hat up uh, in the air, right. which is great. So that's how much it's it iconic. meant to people. Did you watch? Uh, do you revisit the Mary Tyler Moore show a lot? No, I have not. Every once like when when one of them passes away, I usually kind of like watch some clips and so forth from it just to kind of remember what it was like, and then. When you talk about it was was progressive that now I feel like there's things they did then that people wouldn't do now. In a definitely yeah, 
I feel like the Marilyn Tyler Moore show though has aged pretty well. I haven't seen it in a minute, but um, a lot of the, like the core values and things they did, yeah, kind of applicable today, especially in 2022. Well, it was a sitcom, but it was in a shenanigan sitcom. You know, right? It was kind of it was actual situational <laughs> comedy, not right. uh, s- stupidity. Uh, right, comedy, right, but, yeah. And I think that's why this yeah. pickle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you're here, that means that. Oh boy, you know, like that kind of humor, <laughs> or is that what it is? Isn't it like every show? Like if it you're like, here, that means. Like, oh, oh no! I have two dates at the same night. Yeah, you know, like <laughs> how are we gonna do this? <laughs> um. Okay, my next one. I think you're gonna roll your eyes at, but it's uh. All alone. Take your Sons of Anarchy. That's Sam Crow, and they're gonna solve another caper with the Niners in mid in, in middle California with Uzis tonight and somehow never go to jail for it. Sons of Anarchy. I'll, I'll give that one to you then. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody likes this show but, I, but me. I thought it was so good. It's like my fifth favorite show ever. And nobody I have ever talked to except for my dad is like, yeah, it's a great show. I thought it was like the Sopranos for motorcycle gangs. Nobody seems to like this show. My People sister like did. Made fun of it. Yeah, my sister did. Really? Yeah. Good. She gets it. Yeah, so she's she a believer. So. Did you ever watch Sons of Anarchy? I did not. So. No. Yeah. Like got some homework. She she watched episode to episode and. Yeah. So. I, yeah, it's fine. It's one of those things I say. Oh, at one point I should watch it, but then I'm like, did I, I miss all the hype? I don't know. Yeah. So we'll see. Anyway, okay. So what's your next one, sir? Um, I switched one out last minute so because oh. i was like as we were talking I'm like oh i also loved alice a replacement with uh linda lavin ah, i don't know this how, one. How what is I alice that? um and linda lavin saying it so alice was actually a spinoff of a movie or a kind of a remake of alice doesn't live here anymore um so linda lavin took over the role and was kind of waitress whatever so she sings it early to rise early to bed um i can't remember all the lyrics now but yeah anyway so it is one of my my favorites what year was uh like alice on uh 70s like late 70s uh it began so is this alice yeah this is alice i think she was she was moving to tucson arizona with her her son um i think she was either divorcee or widow and um it also has a season one's a little bit different season i think two they begin to have shenanigans you know where vera's spilling straws and <laughs> i love shenanigans yeah so um but yeah so it it is it is a good song take a listen how, when you have a chance how come green acres or dukes of hazard hasn't made any of our lists Ooh. green acres should have been on here because it just wears on you a little bit like a little uh, bit yeah jaja gabor oh or yeah Ava gabor who who was yeah, there's there was the straw shenanigans. You saw <laughs> New York is where I'd rather stay. And you're like, oh, it's shrill. It's a shrill act going is. through me. It is. Jaja Gabor's Kardashians at their time. I wonder what it, what it was like um, when they had to kind of film these credits when when they weren't part of the show. They were like, now do right. this, you know, like, like all right. Yeah, how cringe is this? <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to give Alice a listen. That's a cool yep, one. Please do. Uh, Dragnet is my uh, next one. Yes. I love the show, but the theme song is very iconic. It's overdone to death. You think? Uh, well, it might have been. Now, I don't know if people would kind of get it anymore. I don't know. 
Maybe that's a good point. Yeah. It's just the piano orchestral, dun dun dun, dun and that's kind of it. Um, so yeah, uh, Dragnet is, is definitely one of my faves, and uh, it's, on, it's number nine. They list. didn't do another uh, reboot of that. They they did. Did they? Yeah, with Ed. Well, I mean, in the, the early two thousands. Yeah. Oh, did they? Yeah, with Ed O'Neill. Okay. And Ethan Embry. I liked gotcha. it. I thought it was a good a good show, but it was just another Law and Order at the time. Nothing yeah. stood out. Hmm. They what okay. they should have done is a cop show in the sixties film today. Because in 2005, <laughs> I don't know, there was like, it's like 300 Law & Order SUVs. Yeah. The last thing they need is another one. But if they did like 60s and kind of the racial tension stuff, yeah, it would have been, been a good show. You know they should have done? This is probably a horrible idea. Have it take place in the 60s, but have like a contemporary person back in time trying to like, well, can't we just DNA it? And people are like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Now, what are you doing? <laughs> um, right, or like, my, my next, your next one was the facts of life. Yeah. Which we talked so. about. So I, I, I'm, I took off fresh prints. I'm not going to, I don't like to get that anymore. Yeah, assault, assault, uh, <laughs> assaulters. Any, you know, going no, no canes. Yep. Drawing oh, canes. yes. Show me that smile and shave off that stash. <laughs> Donate to Robert at the link below. Uh, kind of a cheesy theme song, but that's yeah. the whole point. And uh, with the pictures and the photo albums they show of like the the actors and they're younger, I think it's fun. The only thing that I mean, there's a few things maybe that it doesn't hold up, but I can't really watch Growing Pains because of Kirk Cameron. He's, He's just such a nut job now. Retroactively ruined it. Yeah. So yeah, he wrecked it. I mean, with the whole like. Let's get Bibles in schools, and the government's trying to destroy your kids. He's just, he's out there. And he was a very mean person, from what I hear, to like yeah. his co stars. Uh, yes. I, but but the, the theme song's fun. I like Alan Thick, you know? Yeah. So it's good. He got to Warner Brothers' house, and I remember, I remember so yeah, kind of right. excited at that. So I was at Warner Brothers in eight, 1988. So I think the show is still going. Oh, and yeah. We kind of walked up to the house. I was like, you just picture, you know, they run out to take the picture and everything. I was like, everything kind of looks the same. So, yeah. Oh, that's so cool. I was excited at the time. They don't have that on the tour anymore. Uh, yeah, the house is still there, and that that was actually Polly Holiday's house in Gremlins, where she gets her chairs shoots out the window. Oh, really? Yeah. Also, uh, the mean neighbor's house and Deadly Friend and Sarah nice. Connor's house in the Chronicles of Sarah Connor. <laughs> <laughs> That's a cool tour. That's on the same street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and it's still still there. They took some houses down at the end of the street, but, uh, but that's but yeah. cool. You can see that because I think the, when you say the growing pains part, I think you can see Kirk Cameron because he's the one actually operating the tour as the driver, <laughs> as an employee of Universal. Then because he needs work, so it might be like a bonus to see him. I don't know. That's yeah. what I heard. So so it's still on the Warner Brothers lot. It's across the street from Ross and Rachel's house. Ah, oh, they were take, but, They weren't yeah. taking a break then. Yep, uh, a couple houses down from Phoebe's house. All the, all still there, or most all still, still there. there. Yeah. Okay. And cool. and and Dukes of Hazard uh, courtyard or wherever it was. Dukes of ha- Hazard. Oh, that's a show that holds up well. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> they uh, at uh, Melody Ranch. They have I think they have a couple, um, but that's where they used to store all the General Lees. 
I think they have one or two still there. Really? Yeah. So. Oh wow! Um, they're, they're still painted. Orange? They're still one. Yeah. So they're still still all there. Still. Oh wow! Still there, but yeah, they have a kind of nice treasure chest of a, a whole warehouse of of props and stuff. Oh, that's so cool! Yeah. All right. Um, and finally, what is your uh, one of your best? Uh, I don't know why this came up, but Hawaii Five O. Yeah, Hawaii Five O is yeah. a good theme. <laughs> um, did they did they reuse the theme in the the newer t- TV series? I don't even know. I don't know. I don't they know. Should. Yeah, but I think so. I'll, this I'll is a cool show. Yeah. Yeah. This was a good theme. Uh, you know what the other good show around this time was? Hmm. T.J. Hooker with William oh, Shatner. Gosh. Do you remember that? <laughs> yes. He was a cop, L.A. cop, and he's just like, <laughs> he was like just him, like showing up at amusement park, like going like in there. Yes. You know? Oh, my gosh. You he was just, on fire in the 80s. He was, and actually, you just reminded me of one of my favorite MTV. Remember the MTV Movie Awards used to be fun? Oh, yeah. Um, Oh, yeah. I think it was that for that. So they had a whole skit where it was three of him, and I can't remember the other one. So like they had uh, TJ, his TJ Hooker character interacting with his Captain Kirk character <laughs> interacting no. with I can't remember who the third character was or something like that. Maybe it was himself. I can't remember. But you know they kind of split screen or whatever, and uh, he, it was just I, I'm gonna have to kind of search for. Oh that. wow! And it was kind of a seven ripoff if I remember because I just remember <laughs> he's in the background. Yeah police car and he's like you'll see like <laughs> oh no way yeah. oh, i gotta find it oh that's well, so, so cool we, we will search for it hopefully it is out there somewhere but i just remember that tickled me to death oh yeah yeah no that's so cool i love that i did like the mtv movie awards and they were fun oh yeah but the yeah, uh they were a lot of fun the, the skits and uh oh yeah and as a kid or teenager or whatever growing up watching that they gave awards to movies like you liked and watched and actors that you know the academy wouldn't touch oh yeah and that was great to be kind of the point and right that's what i um, think i remember yeah they always had like a great uh kind of film skits in between i remember they yeah i think it was vince vaughn was pitching james cameron titanic to the titanica like <laughs> there's still people living <laughs> that there was right. air trapped and there's still people down there yes yeah. titanica uh, I think I remember that. Yeah, that that's, remember, that was like when it was great. Yeah, and they would interject. I remember um, now I can't remember her name, but they would interject themselves into Twister and and they're like they're like yes, duck and whatever. They're they're supposed to be driving the truck and they're like oh cow and they're whatever and like and you know that they have that tire that come hits the windshield. Yeah, the tire that's in the trailer but not in the movie. They were like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do remember that actually. Yeah. That was funny. Ah, uh, those were great. Tom Cruise to, and Ben Stiller doing the Tom Cruise overlap together, you know, like. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, doing yeah. the yeah. Uh, those were great. Good stuff. Oh, yeah. Also fun too was the Video Music Awards, um, which they still have, but like back in the day, it was like such a scene. You know what I mean? You were like, "Who's gonna win?" And you're like, "Oh, Pearl Jam won again," and there's no way. And you're like, it was, uh, it was cool. They always had like great live performances too. Oh yeah, you know. That's what like Madonna kisses Britney Spears, like all that stuff like happened on these like awards programs. Yeah, it was it was a big deal at the time, like huge water cooler moments for days. Yeah, yeah. Poor Britney, man, she lost her baby. Oh no. Yeah, that's really sad. Um, it's sad for anybody. Yeah. Um, but you know, I I read that before the show, and that's that's tough. She has had a tough life. Yeah, so she, that kid's been through a lot. Yeah. She needs a break. Um, she needs a break. I think she's earned it. I think so. 
you know, I feel like she's she's earned it. Um, but okay, that she, she's earned a super hot husband. She she, she has that. So, but definitely, absolutely. Um, so sorry, sorry, Brittany. I know you're listening to the show. I'm sorry. I saw, I've seen her a couple times live. I went to uh, went to one of her concerts and uh, one or two. I can't remember. Did you? And, uh, yeah, and oh, she cool. was uh, when Madonna was at uh, Dodger Stadium doing the Stick and Sweet tour. She came out and had a. Uh, she's saying she's saying one line because I can't remember. Again, uh, I can't remember the name of the song, but she comes out and she says, "It's Britney, bitch," and that's literally the only line in the song. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, I like two thousand eight. Yeah, so yeah, t- definitely two thousand eight. And I remember. Um, it's "Give Me More" is the song. Yeah, "Give Me Give." Yeah, and then um, Justin Timberlake was later in the show, and because uh, I remember I, I was texting the dancers before there was rumors that they were both going to be in the show. And I remember I was texting the dancers like, "Are the rumors true or whatever?" And they're like, "Well, we can't really say, but I'll oh, just, that says I'll, yes." I'll just say they're both here right now. Like this was like, oh yeah, early afternoon. So I knew they. Yeah, that's so cool. Gonna be there, but yeah. So that's I, a good. Uh, I, I think they never interacted at all. But really? at that time, it, yeah, because it it's still kind of a, a volatile time between the two of them. So. Oh yeah, 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 right. Yeah, around that time, yeah. she was dating K-Fed. Oh, yeah, We're married to him. I think, yeah, she probably was. So, yeah, but, yeah that, that was a crazy big concert. Yeah, it sounds like it. Give me more. Um, okay, so before we go, Blind Man's Bluff, uh, we're going to pick a random selection from Robert's site, and he's going to talk about it. And I did this before the show, so it would be a flawless, smooth entry without any delay. And we have Jurassic World is the winner, which is oh, fitting, right. being that we talked about Dominion. It was J23 was the number. And gotcha. So uh, Jurassic World 2015. Uh, is that okay, Robert? Yeah, I'll have to. Are you pulling it up? or I don't... I'm pulling it up, sir. Okay. So this is going to be uh, on setjetter.com, and you should check it out. Robert, your work here is tremendous. So Jurassic World Fallen Franchise. Oh, I'm sorry, Fallen Kingdom. <laughs> Uh, fall, <laughs> 2015 Jurassic World. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, I, I I forgot to read the the intro. I apologize. Gotcha. Oh, so this is Jurassic World. I was thinking Jurassic, Jurassic World. World. Oh no, I would have I would have fallen. Sorry, pulled yeah. again. <laughs> Say, we're, not, we're not doing that. So. <laughs> we're not doing this. Gotcha. So Jurassic World 2015, and on Robert's website, the opening uh, statement says, "Today marks the fifth anniversary since the release of Jurassic World. Much like The Force Awakens, released the same year." This film is both a reboot and a sequel of sorts. A requel. But I think it was a fun film and worthy entry to the franchise. Below are a few of the locations I visited while in Hawaii. Back to you, Robert. All right. So, And they actually shot in Hawaii, and they also shot in Louisiana. Uh, so um, oh. I didn't get to those. Like their house, their house in the snow is, is uh, in uh, New Orleans and stuff like that. But... Yes, I, I've not gone to New Orleans since that time to, to to do those locations, but so these are just mostly the Hawaii ones. Kalani Anioli Highway. Very good pronunciation, <laughs> better than I would ever do. Something with a K Island and. <laughs> um, but yeah, so if you take these uh, the Koala Ranch, um, they give a great tour of. All the Jurassic locations, and they keep changing a little bit over the years. So yeah. at the time, this was just kind of a general VIP tour. 
Um, but now I think they have a specific movie like Jurassic Only Tour. And so, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Is so the structure really, here still visible? Yeah. So this is, and it's on their property. It's kind of a different piece of their property. So you have to kind of go on the main road and come back to it. So yeah. Okay. So last I was there, um, they actually had just re started refinishing the floors. Because um, sometimes they build these structures to be movie ready, but not permanent forever. Okay. Um, so, yeah. so so th there's pieces they have kind of redone um, since the movie, to, I think, to kind of bolster it and so forth. But but yeah, you can recreate all the pictures that you want. That's so cool. As, as we did. <laughs> that's awesome. Is that your sister? Yeah, yeah that's my sister. So oh, that's a great uh, shot. Recreating uh, all the shots. And, yeah. you know, it's nice. You know, they, they love movies. Everybody's there for the right reason and to have fun and so forth. So well, this is cool right here. The little awning. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. So that's all actual. I mean, you go up there and that's the, it's it's not movie magic. It's like that awning looks out onto the actual which I love. I love when yeah, it's yeah. like the same. And if I remember, these are really just two walls. There's no third and fourth wall, but they okay. just have trees and stuff. Like if it's not really seen, not needed. So Right. Good point. Yep. Yeah, that's cool. Oh, this is a great scene. <laughs> <laughs> ah, the Gallimimuses. They, they meant business. So, um, and it was, I think it was kind of worked out. It was a super foggy day when we were there, but it kind of worked out to kind of match. Uh, the pictures rather than yeah. being all sunny and, and everything but no no it's I, yeah. you couldn't ask for a more yeah. perfect shot did you see any gallimimuses while you were there? we did not they're no? uh they're uh flocking this way they're, uh, yeah <laughs> flocking this way and it was too muddy for us to go up to the gyrosphere that day um but you can go up to the gyrosphere um, really landing and so forth but oh yeah if it rains yeah. like forget about it it is it, it white and we kind of it was a bad rainy like i think the week or two after we left they had floods and oh yeah roads went out and everything so it kind of worked out that it, the way it was supposed to but, but yeah. yeah so if you're lucky you can get those those tours so this is only vis uh, vis being able to be visited this shot by boat right um, yeah, so if you want to actually go to that beach uh, where you Keep can look down, uh, only by boat, and um, you can actually only get the shot on a RV tour, or not RV, ATV tour, um, to, to do the shot. So this is the same shot like used in uh, The Descendants and a couple other movies as well. Lost The Lost World? Yes. This is where the family was on the beach? Yep, right, right. down there. Okay. Yep. okay, cool. So yeah, so just a few locations. So Jake that Johnson? Was uh yes, I've met the first him. Park was legit. <laughs> and the oh, evil, evil. BD Wong, I guess. I think he's evil now. Maybe he'll. He's maybe evil. He never should have been made evil though. He should have been like filling in for John Hammond's role at or the in, in the later ones. Like, I think they missed the mark with him because he's not prominent enough where he warrants being evil. Yeah. You know, he kind of should have been like on their side and. Engine should have stayed evil. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm wrong, but he wasn't a bad guy in the first one. He's like, yeah. what? Raptors can breed by female? What are you talking about? Well, I'm just a scientist. It should and have I, been like Gennaro's orphan daughter. You know, like right? Yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. Gennaro came back. Yeah, soon, she's like, I am father. mad. All this bullshit you think is so important. You could just kiss all that <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> are you still on your aliens kick? I am. So uh, that's good. Yeah. Keep it going. You might, you can see my aliens book right behind me there. Oh yeah, that's so cool. Getting ready to dig into. Yeah, I don't know why I'm on a new aliens. You know, it's a there's nothing wrong with it. Top of my brain again. So, 
We're on an express elevator to hell, going down. <laughs> like my favorite quote is uh, a poem where it's just like, "You heard the man, and you know the drill. Assholes and elbows, Hudson, come here, come, come here. here." Yeah, I love it. It's funny too because the Marines have such a great camaraderie in that. With like, they went through the boot camp together. And, yeah, uh, like you believe it. You're like, I believe they're Space Marines. They're griping about their job. They're tough, but like they're also talking a lot of shit to each other. You know, like I get it. Yeah, it it all it all still works for me. I don't know. So it works. Yeah, I think what I think I came across my novelization, and it, and I was like that I had. I bought it in '86, and I still have that the same the same exact book. And I remember I was looking up the. Uh, I'm like, does it still show that quote? You know. So and it did. You know. I think does I took really? a picture. Yeah, I think I took oh, a picture of so the quote cool. for you. So. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Just kiss all that goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> Oh, that was from the book. I thought that was yeah. like a screenshot of like oh, something. No, that's my actual no- aliens oh, novelization. So cool. I still have like, so I, I have all these things surprisingly from that era. Yeah, that's so cool. I've, I think I still have my movie tickets from the eighties too. Yeah. No way. I held I held on to everything. Yeah. Oh, you got to hold on yeah. to them. I still have mine from the whenever since I was born or going to the movies in the nineties till like. I moved to LA in a coin piggy bank thing at my parents. I got to look at it and see all the bad things I spent money on. <laughs> like, oh, Snake Eyes with Nicolas Cage twice. Okay, good. You're like, you need to see it, you know, like, that, you need to, yeah. Vertical go, limit. Yeah. Uh, there was a time for listeners that don't know that you actually printed, they gave you a printed out movie ticket and it said, Titanic, seven o'clock show, you know. Oh, yeah. It would show what it is. So, yeah, yeah. I remember I'd collect those or keep them and it was like, yeah. Up oh, Green Mile's going in there, you know, yeah. like whatever it took. No, Green get... Mile was the one I didn't have a ticket oh, for, and you're because I went mad. to see yeah. it, and they were they weren't sold out, or else we wouldn't be able to get seats. But we didn't have like money for we brought, we came with like five people, and like a few people didn't have money. So I just said to the kid there, I was like, "We don't." Have, I thought this would be funny, and it actually worked. I was like sixteen, seventeen at the time, and I was like, "I don't have the tickets." What I do have is Mr. Hamilton here, and I gave him ten bucks, <laughs> and he took it. it. Was like, just go inside. He was like my age, and I'm like, thanks, man. And they're like, oh, cool. Uh, Clark got us in. I was like, got us in, yeah. I could have went two ways, but we rolled um, the dice. You did, and also, listeners, you had to get there early to get a good seat. So <laughs> you had to. Yeah, there wasn't assigned seating. No, it's like you know, I remember it's gonna be like we're too late. We're not gonna get a good seat. Oh, we're not gonna be together, and it was just we were yeah. talking the other day. I think my parents were over and we we're talking about back then the movies so it was like all scrunched aisles you know and you were yeah. kind of looking at had to like oh there's somebody tall in front of me and, and like ruined the movie um and it was also you go to the bathroom and you come back it was like pitch dark and you couldn't find your people no you know and no. There, there's no ilg you know like road nope. g you know like and you're just i just remember be like people are like ellie where are you you know like trying to yeah. Trying to find your friends and that was the worst. That still like scares me to this day. Thinking about the, the I tried so hard never to have to go to the bathroom, <laughs> and the few times I did, I would like it was like Sean Connery in The Rock. I would like count the paces that I took. I'm like, okay, it was 30 feet to the left. Look for this fat guy here. You're two behind him. Go. <laughs> Don't forget. And then nine times at a time, ten, I'd come back and forget. Like, and be like, like what? Um, <laughs> was it five? Like, I don't know. I know, but like that was the worst. There, there's some type of bladder thing where, if you're really into a movie, you can't wait. 
excited. You just have to go to the bathroom all the time for some reason. Of course. And if it's a movie you d- could care less about, you could drink six Diet Cokes and you'd be like, eh, I'm fine. You know, like you're fine. Yeah. No need. You know. Yeah. You're like, oh, here, just hook up that case of soda to my arm and yeah. just put it right in me. I'm fine. I there was one year we went to the Omaha Film Festival and I think we were there all one of those all day going to movies or whatever and I think it was just oh yeah constant refilled soda and I I remember at the end of that day I was like. I, th- I was like, I think I can actually feel my kidneys hurting. Like, <laughs> oh, like, no. What's wrong with you? Stop drinking yeah. soda. When, once your kidneys start hurting, you're like, okay. Like, I take that as a sign. I maybe had too much soda today. But. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to be our show tonight, Robert. Thank you for coming on as always. Likewise. Always and good thanks. to see you. It's always good to see you, sir. Check out Robert's website at setjetter.com. Thank you for listening to the podcast. We'll set Jetter Saturdays, everybody. And we will see you on the set.